Storm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me, as always, is Ben Slinger. I'm here. I'm near the microphone, so that's why you can hear me. That's really good. So last week we we had some fun with, you know, doing some random movie stuff. We got some a lot of horror games coming up, which was actually kind of fun. Yeah. Um. So let's see what the what the random movie gods have for us today, as we do the same thing again. That's right. We yeah, ha- we each have a random wor- random movie generator, and that'll on the count of three to one movie, we'll get a random movie. We'll either take the take the plot of the movie, we'll take the names of the movies, we'll mash them together, whatever it is. We may even just take the picture of the movie mm-hmm. and go. That has inspired me. It's all about inspiration. That's all we're doing. It's a kicking off point. Yeah, that's it. Um, three to one movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rocky Five. Phineas and Ferb the movie, Candace <laughs> Against the Universe. Okay. <laughs> um, I, don't I like know the idea. About either of these franchises. I like the name of Candace, and the fact that she's against the universe makes me interested in. Okay. You know, and it kind of feels a little bit, you know, Trover. All right. Is this a- Yeah, this is like a sci-fi thing. Candace is the main character, and Rocky Five is her robot companion. Yeah. The fifth iteration. Yeah. That she built herself. Now, is it Rocky Five is in R.O. Definitely, yes. It stands for robotic five. <laughs> ocular. Yep. Keep going. Critical combat with a K. Yep. Yeah, because Mortal Kombat, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, what am I at? Robotic ocular critical combat yerbulator. <laughs> Very nice. So I needed some it, sort of verb, and um, so I made one up. Yeah, awesome. Uh, well, it's the future. And yeah, it's, that's the word in the future. And Candace is- C-A-N-D-A-C-E. <laughs> Also an acronym? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to make you do that. <laughs> Cocktacular. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's her surname, actually. Candace Cocktacular third. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, back, back somewhere in, in her past- Well, her grandfather. Like, her grandfather yeah. was the first Cocktacular. He was actually like a wrestler. Originally, the, their name was name. Smith, but then, you know, they realised, let's redo all the all the surnames because you've got nothing to do with the blacksmith anymore. So, he did lots of penis tricks. And yeah. so, they- he was in the- he was in the uh, like one thousand three hundred seventy fifth iteration of puppetry of the penis. Exactly, Chris Cocktacular. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, backstory done. Backstory done. Candace okay. does Candace, not have penis tricks. Um, no, because I mean she's a girl. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have a penis. So yes. I mean, she might have a few spares lying around from when she was building Rocky, but yeah. Rocky does have a penis. Yes. She doesn't use it necessarily. It's more. Just a visual. It's more of an aesthetic thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is already going off the rails, but mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so, Candace against the universe. Why? Why is she against the universe? Like, I mean, I think I think she's just her whole life. Uh, she's been messed around. I think maybe she's been disowned by mm. the Cocktacular. Family. Oh, the Cocktacular 
empire. Yeah, well, this is it. Uh, you know, fame and fortune came Chris Coctacular's way, and he's he's that's carried on through his family. Um, but she there's still lots of hollow vids out there that they sell. Lots of what? Hollow vids. Hollow. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Royalties still rolling in from yeah. that, and then they've you know built the whole brand. Uh, merch and all sorts of things. So, so I think this game is like it starts off and she's sort of on the run, and maybe maybe you start in media res where she's literally on the run and mm. you know um, smashes through the window. You know, a, a robot with a real really blurred out penis, um, <laughs> yes, just the whole time, <laughs> and it's like I bet you're wondering how I got into this mess, and it's. It goes oh, back right. to it's full on. Yep. Yeah. It's just a close up on the on the on the robot. <laughs> just the, the everything freezes, but the blurring is still like shifting in the shifting you know, like, and, and yeah. moving a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pulsating. <laughs> and what 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 I what I love is throughout all the um all the um have you've seen Watchmen, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you know how at the start they have the real slow motion thing where the um where the camera's sort of moving across oh, yeah, yeah. and it's gradually is sort of barely moving. There's all these scenes sort of happening about you know she's she's doing a bit of a voiceover as to how how she got into this mess and all this sort of stuff. And all the time you just see you know the the rippling blurred thing <laughs> <finger> of <Yeah>. Rocky <laughs> just just in the background and yeah and then- it, yeah it's that it's that yeah that slow pan like slow orbit around the glass shards are you know very cleanly flying slowly yeah. through the air and you can, ve- <laughs> you can very clearly see that it is a very it's quite a large <laughs> penis like it's got it's flaccid but it's like flopping a bit <laughs> in in with the motion of them jumping out the window I don't yeah. know why I'm focusing so much on that, but it is. <laughs> um, okay, so we we know that basically the cocktaculars have have actually given her a, a bad a bad rap, and she's all over the yeah. news right now. And basically, everyone's after her because like they think she's tried to murder Chris Cocktacular. Yeah, like he's now he's, like he's now just a head. He's now just a, a head in a jar. Yeah, but, well, um, yeah. There you go. He's a head in a jar and a penis in a jar. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's also blurred out. Just the head there and then the blurred out and, jar. And then, then, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. And, and underneath it, it's got like a little plaque saying family jewels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the cocktacular family jewels. Um, so, so anyway, um, Everyone thinks that, you know, she tried to kill Chris Cotacular mm-hmm. and n- now the family jewels are missing. Um, right. <laughs> right. Then you find out that- it, Is it Rocky's? It's whole- Rocky's. <laughs> <laughs> they switched him. He has always had a, a penis, but she's it's got switched. But someone did it to frame her. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, turns out that it was actually Rogue AI um, that has taken over Rocky. Rogue AI. Oh, her sister, yeah. <laughs> um, and the the sort of game play loop is, you know, sort of like a a third person action adventure with, yeah, you know, the the occasional I can see kind of bit an of interestingly stylized 
not like super cartoonish necessarily, but not you know not we're not going hyper realistic here. No, you, um, you wouldn't you wouldn't want that flopping around in hyper realism. <laughs> no, no, it does have physics on it though. We'll have to write a good system for like correctly blurring it out only when it's you know visible to the camera. Only whatever. when it's only when it's flaccid. <laughs> only when it's flaccid. <laughs> so there's one scene in the game where for some reason Rocky's cock becomes functional it's like a and erect. <laughs> it's actually a bug in the shader. It wasn't ready for that sort of ter- ter- terpulescence. It's, it's one of those things that it only blurs the base, but it's like grown outside of the blurredness. <laughs> you only had so many blurred pixels to go around. And what what I think she can make, make mention of there is, oh, I, I should have made that algorithm that- that automatically blurs it out. So this is actually, oh, it's actually blurred in, in real love. Yeah. In world blur. Blurring. Yeah, we can have people reference it and stuff then too. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> See, that, that's that's really cool. And then you, it's really it's really the future. So, I do like um, it as just yeah, a bit meta, a bit you know irreverent, but the characters are taking everything seriously in that way. Like it's yeah, that's also really funny. Three to one movie. <laughs> That's and and I mean, what else would you expect from that combination of movies than the game we just came up with? I mean, it was just obvious. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought that you know a, a kids' cartoon and Rocky Five can be Candace so cocktacular? The universe, Ocean's Thirteen, <laughs> Red Notice, Red Notice. Okay, yep. Uh, the uh, Netflix movie with um, The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. Never watched it. An Interpol-issued red notice is a global alert to hunt and capture the world's most wanted. But hmm. when a daring heist brings together the FBI's top profiler and two rival criminals, there's no telling what will happen. Wacky hijinks ensue. Wacky hijinks ensue because it's the top 13 criminals who come together and they they pawn, they they do this, this massive, you know, Ocean's 13-esque- like elaborate. All right. All right. I that's you. We can go with that. I, I was thinking we'd definitely take just the heist aspect of Ocean's Thirteen because that's just fun. Yeah. Whether it's thirteen or people or not, that is a lot to to, it, man, to manage. So maybe it's less. But um, either, either way, it, it, we're taking the heist and the fact that we both the got heist. heist things. Yeah. Like you know, and I like the red notice thing. I like the the um that yeah they're, they're hunting them. You know, they've gone rogue essentially, or or have been framed to have to yeah. have gone rogue and be targeted by their own. So, so maybe the heist is literally to get inside of Interpol and somehow rem- scrub their mm. scrub the new clear the red their notice some way from or- from the um from the Interpol records. Yeah. So, like, if there's no red notice, then yeah, what they're doing is illegal. Like, right? At least that's. That's the rules. So of the that's game. it. Okay. So, all right. Let's let's go through. I reckon we have five people involved. Mm-hmm. Who's the agent who's been red noticed? It's random. Oh, it's one of the. No, no. I because I wanted to have distinct personalities. Because I'm thinking you've got the you've got the FBI guy or whatever who's been red noticed. You've got like he then he knows he needs a computer hacker right he needs a computer person because this yeah. needs to be removed from interpol without a trace he needs uh you know a, a, a lock lock 
cracker or whatever, the best in the business to get the computer mm-hmm. guy in there. He needs a driver because if shit goes south, then, you know, you've got to be able to get away quick. And he needs like, what, like a sharpshooter or something or the muscle or I don't know, something. I'm just trying to think of those roles. Um, so, we can have some really strong archetypes and some really strong characters in there. Yep. So, what what I want, though, is um, that commandos sort of- Sort of thing of all I, these all these things are happening at the same time. I did think that for a second, but but mm-hmm. I also did think it could be really cool if each of those characters have their own playstyles entirely. So, like okay. the sharpshooter, it's actually like a long range sniper game. It's almost like Hitman, um, Hitman Sniper or something. How about it's more like Spy Party? Okay, like in just like a smaller number of people, you're having to like identify. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think and multiplayer though. I'm no, thinking no, no, this no, is, no. Yeah, this is English, but it's like okay, yes, yeah. Well, that well, and, and there might be multiple missions with the sharpshooter, right? So one could be a larger area where you're like having to take people out silently when they're not being seen. Mm-hmm. Another one might be a more spy spy party like level where it's like you have one bullet, you have one chance to figure out who you need to shoot in this in this party. And it's an observational thing, you know? It's not only an observational thing, but you can also get, like, some of the other- Some of the other people can actually help you by, Mm. you know- You can call them up and say, like, get, you know, yeah, whoever, get the FBI agent guys in there. Because I'm imagining that there's, like, a radio that's actually going on, that there's all this banter going on and you can hear, you know- Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be really cool. You've got- All right, let's come up with some names. Um, the FBI guy is, um, his name's Red. <laughs> of course. Yes. It's Fred. It's actually Fred. It's actually Fred. And he's it's been Fred, given but the he's a notice. ginger. Yeah. And so they call him Red because it's yeah. a rhyme and it's, so we've got Fred, which is a terrible FBI agent name, but I guess that's why he goes by Red. So we've got yeah. Red. Yep. Um, uh, we've got the sharpshooter who just goes by Jingle Bells. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic because they're like super silent. They have to be quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was an incident. That's that's all. We don't talk about that. Uh, the computer hacker. Uh, the computer hacker's name is Candace. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. No relation. The, no relation. But her um, her name is Cocktacular. Um, yeah. The, it's just the, no relation. The lock. <laughs> the lock pick guy is Rocky. Yeah. Uh, again, no relation. No relation. But he's yeah. ro- he's the fifth uh, Rocky. Rocky yeah. Fifth. It, it, it's- uh, and then who do we have? Who do we have left? Would we say? <laughs> um, driver, 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 baby driver. So Definitely. it's it's it's, uh, uh, it's kind of like that movie Baby Driver by Edgar Wright, but it's toddler yeah. now. So the, oh, the nickname grown, is toddler. Growing up a little bit. Growing up a little bit. Okay, toddler. <laughs> to- his name's Todd. But it's they call to- him- yeah. Todd. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> in like the party level, Red, I think, is in there. He's like schmoozing. He's talking to people. He's getting information out. And yeah, you've got the radio stuff going back and forth. Because then you get those great scenes where you're like, you're like looking down the scope. You see Red there when he talks. Is like you see him kind of surreptitiously, you know, into his uh, cufflink or something, <laughs> <laughs> talking right into right into the, you know, the. The small of his elbow or whatever. <laughs> Just keeps coughing. Everyone keeps moving away from him because they think he's got COVID because he keeps coughing into his, into his elbow. <laughs> he's just talking to you. 
Uh, it's like, <laughs> hey, Red, we need you to clear the room a little bit. Oh, I know exactly how to do that. Hachu, <coughs> hachu. Oh, my God, I can't, I can't stop sneezing since I had COVID last week. Everyone clears. It's like, did that do it? <laughs> it's like there's one person left. But for whatever for whatever reason, they don't care about COVID and you know that's the person you have to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I think and having the banter and you've got you've got toddler in the car, you know, waiting and yeah, that's really cool. And then so I think So um, the the driver level levels are actually very close to, you know, driver San Francisco sort yeah, of thing. Absolutely. Of- like get yeah, you know, as a getaway driver you're racing down the streets, dodging people, dodging other cars, like It's burnout, to- basically. Like- yeah, burnout. Yeah. I mean any sort of any sort of uh racing or, or just yeah. Hot pursuit or whatever, you know, that sort of game. You're just trying to get away. Yeah. Uh, the computer hacking is, um, I mean, just, that can just be- wonder if it's like a hack net or something like that style. You could do some game. of that sort of stuff. I feel like you probably wouldn't put a ton of time, of, of, uh, not, sorry, not a ton of time into it, that there wouldn't be a ton of the computer hacking gameplay. You'd maybe switch back to that character when it's time rather than, you know, spending a lot of time in there, but. I like the idea of, you know, it's mostly, yeah, click, clicking around, maybe doing some, you know, bouncing between IP addresses, whatever. You make it really techno babblish, but make it feel like yeah. you're hacking. And then you have, and you have scenes where you're like going through the files, which are bringing new evidence to light or finding things. And, and then you've got the banter going as you're discovering it, right? Cause like everyone's mm. sort of seeing at the same time. And what was Rocky again? Like a lockpick guy. Yeah, so, that could right. maybe be yeah. like stealth or something. Like, you maybe have to clear the way yeah, in a he, stealth he's, way. Yeah, he's got like- um, He's got- He's got you know, like Sam Fisher like spl- Sam Fisher, Splinter Cell sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Definitely. And, you know, having, just, having to know when to switch between them and, you know, um, as- essentially you've- At any time, you can actually switch, switch between someone as they're having their bantering conversation. So, you can actually- Get the feel as to, oh, yeah. that's what's going on right now. Like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, what could actually be interesting is what if you switch between a person when they're talking? Oh, God, that could get disorienting. I do but- like the idea of switching mid mission sometimes, but you're saying you see their perspective, whatever they're doing at that time. So while they are talking, well, you, instead of instead you control of them, and you get mm. to sort of make a decision during that time, and then it moves on. Like there's stuff happening while while you're not necessarily okay. maybe playing maybe them. not every time because then I feel like if you you want the banter going on, and yeah, you obviously yeah. don't want to be switching back and forth. But in the way that those heist movies do a lot of that, like slide in split screen sort of stuff, mm. that you will have times where it's like, oh, as the as the banter's going. That their screen slides in, you sort of see what they're doing, and then it slides across, and now you're controlling that character for a while mm. uh, for that part of the mission, and this real stylish kind of thing. And you do a oh, more, you can yeah. do more with that split screen stuff for like when, yeah, when stuff's happening, um, and almost that twenty four <laughs> idea of as yeah. well of like, oh, you're still in the setup phase, so the um the driver is now pulling up, and you've you've got to, and you see that, yeah, you've got to. You know, do the do the final. You know, <laughs> the park the parallel park. <laughs> you got to do the parallel park. <laughs> it's like highly technical and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> Don't hit the cones, sort of thing. And yep. you know, during the training mission, it was like you know you had to park in between the cones and all this sort of stuff. 
I don't know. It's just if you hit a cone, it's game over. You have to go back to the start of the unskippable cutscene. <laughs> no, I love. I like that a lot, though. There's, I know. It could I, be I, a I, really neat little story. I feel like it's uh, not a long game necessarily, like a five or six hour. You know, a few like four or five missions where you're switching back and forth between between them. It's fairly linear, but. Just the style of it, the, the banter, the story. There's there's something really about cool. if you could somehow work it out, like, from, from, like, a fiasco sort of point of view as well. Like, you've got mm. that tilt that, that can sort of happen, which which kind of happens in the movies anyway. Um, well, I mean, that's what fiasco's trying to emulate, right, is, yeah, that generally you will have a tilt sort of thing. But, yeah, I like the idea of affecting it in some way, that you might get different endings or something based on how things have turned out in in a bunch of different scenes. Yeah. That's cool. But the the idea of, like, the twist of Fred has actually, or Red has actually organised, oh, if this goes down, then actually there's a secret, there's a secret exit out of here and he can- he Oh, can, yeah. yeah. He can wear, you know, the police uniform to get out and everyone else all of a sudden is wearing the police uniforms and they all walk out together and it's like, yeah, this is part, of, part yeah. of the plan the whole time. Yeah. Rocky's got a blur. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bulge. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Rocky Three to one movie. That was good, though. Like, oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Ocean's 12. <laughs> <laughs> the illusions. Chances. Okay, I'm, I'm re-rolling. I'm not, I'm not doing another. Although a heist movie with illusions could be cool. It could be. Heist game. Uh, I mean, it's it's literally uh, now you see me, like yeah, that's true. <laughs> Bound by honor, the illusionist. Although the the uh, the poster seems to say this is also called Blood in Blood Out, or that might just be the tagline for it or something. Mm, but it's bigger be. than the actual title that it says that it is. Mm. Uh, it's sort of a, a gang violence in this in the seventies. I okay. don't know that. I don't know that we really want to set a game in that sort of scenario, but a gang of a, a gang of magicians <laughs> is this like the mean streets? <laughs> the the mean streets outside of you know the, of the magic castle, the ma- magic castle, and I do you know like the, the, the gangs per- of magicians. They're, they're like performing. You know, oh, you got you got like the um. The close up magic, uh, close up magician gang. You've got the, um, you've got like the big showcase. They're walking down clicking, but as they click, like cards are falling out. (laughs) (laughs) Then you got this, you got the nerdy gang, which is, you know, all about the coin magic and all this sort of stuff, which again is a subset of close up. I mean, that's kind of close up magic. I wonder if it's more, yeah, I wonder if it's more like you've got the close up magic. I think there's just the two gang. Like, I think you just have the two factions. And you've, yeah, it's like the close-up magic, and then like the big show, you know, David escape, Copperfield, it, yes, escape sort of apologists. But the thing, the thing is about those, they don't actually really do the magic. It's it's, it's the, all the assistants. It's the assistants that do yeah. all the all the actual work. Yeah. So you know, all they do is they stand posing and shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, the close-up magicians are, are literally you know having to do stuff and. The main magicians are well, like, and that's, oh, and that's pull, part pulling of back the, a cut. <laughs> that that's all. That's the whole like. Uh, uh, that's why they hate each other. That, that's the beef. 
you yeah, know. that's the beef that they have. It's like you fucking show magicians aren't real magicians. You're not doing stuff. And and they're like, we designed them. We designed them. And as the, the <laughs> but you, but you going, share yeah. it with other people. <laughs> the the close-up magicians, they're all loners and they just they work oh, on yeah. their own and they don't share their tricks with their anyone. Their tricks, yeah. They, they're, always, they, they're really out there to impress each other. Like the best yeah. thing that a close-up magician can do is is trick another close-up magician because mm. the, the plebs on the street, they'll be won over by any little trick. Uh, Include, including big show showmen. Well, yeah, but then the show, then the show magicians, the big show magicians, they're all about the spectacle for the the, the audience for the you know. Um, uh, I, I'm picturing that you that you're playing. I think it's kind of you're like playing a, an actual uh, wizard <laughs> <laughs> no. named Harry Snotter. <laughs> Harry Balls. <laughs> Harry Balls and his or good pals, Harry, Harry Skyhead. <laughs> Harry Skyhead. <laughs> He's got a lightning bolt scar. Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> the boy who didn't die when he might have. <laughs> no, I think we'll stay away from the actual wizardry. Yeah. Um, what, what I think is maybe- Maybe this is kind of like a the departed sort of thing where you've got someone who is a close up magician, but he's now like on the showman side. You do know, we tra- take this? Yeah. Do we take it? Do we have everyone taking it completely seriously? Oh, hundred percent. It is. It's a super full serious. On, yeah, like gang war. Nobody addresses the fact that the that they're all magicians, and that's just ridiculous. It's. Totally taken seriously the whole time. Oh yeah, and you know, there's there's a there's a magician killing, mm-hmm. and then the gun is just gone because you know the the close up magician is just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, is and it walks another, away. Is like, it a case of they had a mask on, so they were like a masked magician, mm-hmm. and you know, so, and doesn't the masked magician give away the secrets? <laughs> <laughs> He takes takes the mask off. Well, maybe this is part of it. Maybe someone is giving away some secrets, mm-hmm. and both sides are like, "That is not fucking on." And, they- and so they're sort of like they they they're at each other, but they're both trying to hunt down who this person so, is. So, um, and they I have do- killed someone also. I do like the idea of like you go to the magic castle, and the two families have have come together, and you know. I think it's set in the in in like a dystopian future sort of thing. Just to- you reckon? I kind of was still oh, picturing well, it in the seventies. I mean, nineteen seventies. Yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> and this is the uns- this is the unspoken, um, the unspoken magic war that mm-hmm. yeah that it's went going down on and, under everyone's noses and well, no one knows at the at, so at the at- end of this is where they come together to you know because right. really what what. Don Penn and Don Teller from the two <laughs> from families. the showman slash yeah. <laughs> well, that they, was they say like they, I mean, they, well, Penn says bullshit a lot, and <laughs> but Teller's the close up, you know, close up master, and and Penn is very showy and talk talkative and yells a lot. Yeah, kind of works. Kind of works. Um, I like the idea that they they don't actually say their names at all and. 
Oh no! It's no. only at the very, very end when it's like they shake hands and and the one with a really deep voice goes, "Good day, my name's Teller." <laughs> <laughs> it's like <gasps> bullshit. <laughs> um, um, he I mean, does they, actually talk, but he yeah, he, he, he not on stage, but he talks. Yeah. He's been on podcasts and stuff. He talks a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I like that though, and I, I think you, you model them after. I think you know though, like if you if you think about it closely enough, they're not like direct caricatures of them, but you know, one's smaller and you know has the hair, the sort of fluffyish hair, and the other one's a big guy, and yeah. Although he's not so big anymore, well, but like tall. He's, I mean, tall. tall. Guy. Yeah, he's seven with foot the, five. The hair. <laughs> I mean, Penn's pretty tall. He's not quite that, but I think he's like six seven or something. Mm. Imposing guy, so I think I think you play a magician who dabbles in both. Like started off as a, as a close up magician and is now sort of learning the dark arts of the of the showman mm. side as well. Yeah, Do, maybe are you an assistant of one of the showmen or something? I don't know. You you are, but you're also a close up magician. So yeah. you're you're wanting to get into that, and you realised, oh, the assistant does all the job, does all the magic. So is it one of these things where like you were one of the top close up magicians? You never showed your face, and then you like damaged your hand or something, and so now you. Allah, can't- Allah, your um, your Stephen Strange sort of thing where you've, you know, I got guess, some- yeah. Just that you can't, you're literally, you're not dexterous enough to do that sort of work anymore. And so, you've had to defect to the other side, essentially. Yep. Uh, without without disclosing who you are. But now you show your face. And someone's you wearing your- your And show, someone, someone who killed oh, was seen walking away with your old mask on. Yes. Yes. That's and great. They're using you your know persona. You, they, everyone's like, but the, you know, the 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 magic- no, you wouldn't call yourself the magic. The, the masked cardsman or whatever, you know. You, the, <laughs> the, 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 the card coxman. The card tacular. The card tacular. Candace card tacular. That was your stage name. <laughs> Hasn't been seen around for, you know, 10 years, and, but is now back, but has murdered someone, basically. That's what everyone thinks they've murdered. You've murdered someone. Uh, and so you and have to- you see it on the news, and then you s- it does like a, a thing going back in time, showing your mask and how you hung it up and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and that that wasn't you that did that. Like, no, well, you've been busy with this buffoon of a show magician or whatever, just like helping him. You know, you've essentially raised him up the ranks as the assistants do. Uh as the best assistants like- do. Yeah, and then I like that. You know, you've got that comic relief of that character, some sort of <laughs> up himself. You know. I mean, ha- have you seen uh, the incredible Burt Wonderstone? Yeah, that yes. that, se- that scene where like he no longer has his has his friend on stage and he's seen crawling up <laughs> <laughs> because there's no one to distract him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a scene like that where he's literally just crawling up the stairs. <laughs> Maybe that's in the flashback too. That's where you found him. That's what he was doing before you found him and ma- and made him into a star. That was so cool, that movie, though. I really, it really enjoyed good. that. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it Steve Carell and- um, 
Uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, right. But yeah, but wasn't, uh, what's his name? Fucking Jim Carrey was the. Jim Carrey was in it. No, who played Job on Arrested Development? What's his name? Um, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Wasn't Will Arnett in that? I feel like maybe he was in it. He might have been. I need to watch it again because it is so good. Uh, no, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, he just seems like the sort of person who would have been in it. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm like getting it mixed up because of his role on Arrested Development where he was yeah. an illusionist. Uh, illusionist, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good though. Like Steve Carell did such a good Steve job. Steve Carell's fucking fantastic. And Steve Buscemi as as his, you know, yeah. his friend Anton Marvelton. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, I I know. I I can see just all the different beats that this that this yeah. could hit, and yeah. you know, taking it super seriously, and you're trying to you're trying to figure it out as as well as you know, basically this person's going on a crime sc- crime spree, yeah, and, and you know, you know, going to each crime scene and like finding finding stuff, but using maybe getting getting some of your old close up magic tricks back, so you have to use like sleight of hand to to take things and. What what if someone actually knew who you actually were, like in the in the past, right? Mm. And so therefore, like they're coming to you and going, "I know who you are, and if you don't pay me this much money, you know, I'm going to go to the police well, and tell it. them you exactly who you are." And- twists and turns and stuff in there, and if you write it well, which we're not doing here on the podcast, but oh, no. <laughs> they can all they can all like tie in together really nicely to come together to the big reveal. Yeah. Who is who is doing it then? Let's at least figure out like who is actually doing this. It's got to be someone from your past or someone who's otherwise around. I think it's the assistant that you took over from. They right. they found out your secret as a um as like a previous close-up magician. They're not happy because, you know, now you're 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 reaping all the benefits of of this magician who's now, you know, up in the upper echelons and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And so they're, they're just like- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. That's cool. You'll obviously, we'd introduce them in like the flashback. They were, they were, the, yeah, they were the previous assistant with them doing a shit job, of course. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's that they've developed their skills over the, the last 10 years um, that you've been doing this. And this is their way of like showing it. Yeah. They're like going to, they, they can put one over on all the magicians, then everyone will know they're the best. And just the idea of, you know, the, the sort of finale is, is you showing, uh, doing both, you know, show magician stuff <laughs> yes. and, and close doing up. Both. Yeah. Like doing both and showing it's still magic. It's all magic. It's all magic. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I love it. I think, I think that's a good place to end for the night. Absolutely. I think we had three really fun world building kind of, kind of games tonight. I have no idea what I'm going to call this episode, but I, you already know, lovely The Trio, the Candace trilogy. (laughs) 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 The Three Lives of Candace Coctacular. No, I cannot put that in. Candace Cartacula. <laughs> Candace Cuntacula. Cuntus. 
Okay. <laughs> Cut that out. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right. Oh, shit. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Bitstorm. If you would like to find any of our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash Bitstorm. Find all of them there. Cool. And if you like the song that we play at the start of, start and end of each podcast recording, whatever we call this <laughs> what thing. What is this thing we're doing? What is this thing? This, if you like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mount Defiance of the album containment failure i found like 13 of those of those cds so if you really want one you know yeah send us a name no send us a screenshot of you of you giving us a, a five-star review and sure we'll maybe i'll send out. you one out like yeah it's a real copy we'll even sign it <laughs> If we really want to be douchey for a reason. <laughs> and, and there you are get- a few signed copies of, no, not of that. Maybe. Oh, no, I think of that. Uh, of that, yeah. And I think even of, uh, I think even of uh, Initialize out there, but. Oh, the, the the album that I didn't play on. I, play, I played on the, on the remaster. Mm. Anyway, that's also around. That's right. Anyway, yes. Thank you for joining us. Thank you again for joining us this <laughs> week on Pitstop. My name's Leo. I'm Travis Scott. Oh. And I'm Rocky the Fifth. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at my, my blurred penis. <laughs> you can't look at my cock. It's blurred. <laughs> Candace, turn off the blur filter. I want them to see it. 